What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 81. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two polygamous pals who always kill it on the first date, Dave Grimma. Swipe left. I don't, need, I don't even know which direction is swiping. <laughs> and Dick Luna. <laughs> I found that if you have a goal, you might not reach it. But if you oh, don't yeah. have one, then you are never disappointed. And I've got yeah. to tell you, it feels phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you, Dad, for bringing a conversation pre-pod onto pod with no context. <laughs> just, the only context is we were talking about the movie Dodgeball and life goals. And then Dave said the quote loosely. Well, well one yeah. life goal we didn't dodge was we played Speed Dating for Ghosts right. by yeah. Copy Chaser Games. Um, weird weird game yeah right a little up, weird you want to just skip all the stuff and just say weird game and they go right, well let's start the trivial tastemaker <laughs> this is the quickest podcast we're gonna in and out uh but no we're not in and out we're in and we're in with dave grimma how are you sir all right i've been playing so much fire well it's so, so good, good. So dave good. how many hours you sleep last night i'm three three hours can i just point uh, out one thing you were like, look, I'm, I'm not, not going to talk, talk about, about I'm not going to talk But then as soon as he, I'm like, I got to say, I got to talk about it. I got to talk about how good truth. it is. He loves it. Them, guys. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's my, that's, that's, right. it's consuming my every waking thought. I need to understand Wait. where you're at with it now. Like, mm. what has progressed? Um, oh, what has progressed? Um, I've hit the story? turning point, really. So, like, there's okay. a, a time jump that happens that all your principal characters um, get older. So, like. Now they're out of school and stuff, and, and their character and models the major war grizzled. that's at hand. Yeah, the you know mm. the one the one guy gets like a little gray hair, and they's and then he's like, I'm 90 years old, but he's like got still a six pack, and he's still like thin, and <laughs> like most 90. No, because all the characters that they actually change are this, the, the, they change the character model for is with the students, so oh. they all go from like being in their like late teens to in their. Like early twenties. Oh, okay. So Whoa. That's a fair <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yes. I mean, late tweens. Did you look that different? Eighteen to twenty-two. Uh, unfortunately, I think I did. I had oh, fewer boys. zits. Fewer zits. Fewer. More. But they're also muscles. they might be they might be more aged because of the war and how it's changed them. Like, like the when dude gets an eye patch, he had two Whoa. eyes before. <laughs> that's a whole he aged and only had one so you were mentioning earlier it was like a loop so what is this loop in this oh, game? There's, a, you there's a loop where it's like well, it's like you have some battles and then like you get you yeah you have some battles whatever you have a, and then you come back to the monastery and you get a mission and then but you're gonna your mission is set like for the end of the month and now during this month you have time to talk to everyone in the monastery and then teach them so they, they get more s- skills and grow relationships and then you go back into the into the um into the battles but the loop of talking to people and stuff like that it seems so short but then you then you're like I, I've been I'm like I'm just gonna I'm gonna clear the map I'm gonna talk to everyone I want all the speech bubbles to go away you know you realize you're just described persona a little bit yeah as i'm sure it takes a lot from persona i haven't never played persona maybe you should play persona maybe you should you play, play fire and we should talk oh this you know really my two rules for me <laughs> you, one of us needs to punch Imagine you guys just dead song for the next five minutes and i'm like so my updates uh, <laughs> uh, well, i mean I, I feel like, like it's it. probably like persona emblem it's probably Persona like, five on 
Switch? It's it's personas. Get it right. It's the personas. Oh. The personas. <laughs> I told that to, that, I see, told that's that to Dan a damn joke. Back, that that's, I was like, that's yeah. The, 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 every time I see Persona Five, I always read it as an S, so it's always personas. Yeah. Well, if you wait, they're coming out with the Persona Five, the Royal, which is like Persona Five Point Five. That you could uh, just okay. do that. I don't what's know if I play. What's that? It's a lot. It's like they added a character and more storyline. It's the same game. It's coming out to Switch, or is it coming to PS4? I don't know if it... They never announced Persona 5 they for Switch, announced right? announced Persona S, which is a battle-style game. Like, what's it called? Uh, Not the game. It's so weird. When they put in Joker for Smash Brothers, it was like, oh, Persona for Switch. That's coming. What's Persona but, S? It's like a know. fighting game. It looks like a fighting it's game. Per- that's Personas. That's Personas. Yeah. It's, no, it's Persona 5S. It's it's almost like a slap in the face. To Perso- Dave's recent as comment. Per- as Personas. Oh, Persona-s. it's a Dynasty Warrior style beat em up. Okay. I'm done. Mm. Um, nice. You know what? I'm actually kind of almost tempted to play that a little bit, but I'm not going to. If you like the series, that's why. Yeah, but it's like a di- it's like a Musou game. Just like so. kill a thousand guy, hit it the same button. Doesn't Which Joker I'm not like- above. Like have that kind of power? Isn't he? He could shoot the with his little pistol, little pistol gun. Mm-hmm. Pew pew pew, pew pew. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of pew pew, Dan, how are you? Wow, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. We know how to that. Dan's always going pew pew. I'm always going pew pew. <laughs> pew, pew. I, I've I've resolved mentally to establish my foothold in destiny again. Mm. Oh really? I'm that yeah, like I'm thinking like it's time to really like. Oh, there was the what's coming out? They had like keep. this. The art for that, I was meaning to tweet you. It's just like looks real good. Just yes, the art. It That's does cool. Mark. <laughs> it I'm sorry yeah. that you're gonna have to edit it. Uh, slam the table, but like <laughs> it, it looks so. Um, I'm, I'm, I know it now. People are gonna be like, "Oh my God, Destiny's return to form. It's as good as it was at launch again. Look at this. It's amazing." I'm just waiting for it. And I'm like, it's been fine, everyone. Some of us time. have been here the whole time. Yep. But that being said, I haven't played it. Like I haven't played it anything on my PS4. Still, still there. I don't mm. think it's been fine. How many days has it been, Dan? It's been it's been Looking seven more since the last time we talked. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. My I friends list. I think I should just move the PS4 out of the stream room. I think it's the switch it's is over. my streaming. Computer. Eight eighteen days. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh that's. Oh my god. Maybe tonight I mean, we'll break that after this. Yeah, I hope so. Some Overwatch. But I've been this will be like one of, the, one of the last times, probably before Rollock. I hope. I just want Rollock already. But he go on, Rolock. tell me about Forager. Forager's who's fun. Foraging? Forager is like Stardew Valley without the dating, and it's simple. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> like you just. So why are you farming? You, you literally farming? just start on this box, and there's trees, and you have a pickaxe, and you you just whack the pickaxe against the trees. You get You're selling one. it. You're selling it right now. You know? it, you, sure, it this does, isn't Minecraft. It's basically <laughs> Minecraft, but th- nothing breaks. And then, uh, uh, as you now, start getting now, it's items, not Minecraft. That's right. You went to Dragon break. Quest Builders. It's Stardew. It's Stardew Valley. It's it's basically Stardew Valley, except there's no dating. I really feel like if I if I just was able to take a month away from Civilization, you that's the play game one of those play. games. It's Stardew Valley. Just fall in love, plant some onions. You can have a baby in Stardew. I bet. Yeah. I bet the baby's real cute. But uh, this is the last podcast before uh, my big trip to Seattle, so I'm going to have a plane game. So I think it's going to be Forager, but I don't know. I also have to play uh, Fire Emblem. Oh, what was that? What was that noise? <laughs> oh, Fire Emblem? Yeah, yeah well, you, should play, you have a Switch. You should play Fire Emblem. 
Mark, or, don't deflect. What was the... Oh, deflect. <laughs> definitely play Fire Don't Emblem. deflect. What was the, the last game I made you play on a plane and you hated me for it? I can't think of... Was it Saturday morning Saturday RPG? Saturday morning RPG, yeah. That, that, was my, that was my Hawaii plane. Yeah. Twice. So, <laughs> not you're, taking you're, your... Now it's Dave's turn. Fire Emblem. It's Dave's turn, <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave's turn <laughs> to choose. But, or Shantae, because that's the next game. What? Yeah. I don't know. Spoilers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, but speaking of um, hula hooping genies, Mark, how's uh, your uh, literally my nickname in high school? I know, hula hooping genies, hula hooping genie macro. They used to call me. Um, two quick updates. Uh, hashtag row to ten thousand. Yeah, we well, are eighty two away, boys. That we broke into double digits. Oh, or, or, yeah, double distance. digits away. Uh, and one game that helped me get a little closer. Plats. Not only plats, but I did platinum uh, a Plague Tale colon no, Innocence. I was trying to do a cake thing. <laughs> a cake thing? You know, going the nope. distance. Moving it's along. It's going um, so, <laughs> I remember, like, when I saw, like, the previews for the, for a Plague Tale, I was like, this looks good, but it's, like, from, like, a no-name studio. Can you, can you pause and tell me what it is? So, it's basically... it's. It's basically medieval Last of Us is a good way to, to put it. Okay. Like, you're a girl and you have your younger brother and they're on the run from the French uh, like Inquisition. And while this is happening, I this it was plague breaks out. This is I was well, way off. In this one, it's French. How would expect it? I mean, like then you would have you would have would not have been able to escape, right? Uh, obviously, but in this one, because they're the French and they're like, oh ha ha. You could escape them. You could but escape the French. Vaguely racist. <laughs> um, the plague is kind of like rats, and there's just fun thousands of them but everywhere. They, don't like, they and, don't like torches or something. Yeah, so it's 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 a lot of like stealthing, and then there's like puzzle mechanics where it's you know you have to balance light and put light certain places to create paths for yourself because then the rats get you. But then if um, you have too much light, then the guards see you. No, oh, it depends. Guessing. But you know, like guards can have light, and if you get rid of their light, the rats will get them. Oh, that's what it was. I was trying like to remember that. what I remember seeing from like the demo. Yeah, and like the things are cool, then, but I was just really like skeptical of it, and it's I mean, definitely how much not. Of that can you do? What do you mean? How much of like? How, oh, I'm gonna take out. I'm gonna take out that guy's brazier. That'll get him. Well, That'll teach him. It's it's very linear. Like it is kind of. There's, you know, there's not a lot of choice about how to kind of get through certain obstacles. Like, that is, okay, you're meant to take out that guy's lantern. That's how you have to get through that. Um, and, like, it's it's really not a AAA game. Like, the it, I don't think it's $60. I think it was 40 or $50. Um, the facial animations are kind of, you know, that's stern. Where, that's where you see their budget. Yeah, little things like that. Like, um, there's a foot. Fo- like, you could be surrounded by a like a field of rats, and they're everywhere. And they have a photo mode, so, which I was playing around with. But they do the thing that Horizon does, where it's actually only rendering what you're looking at. So, like, when you switch to photo mode, and then you spin it around. There's actually no rats behind you in the photo. And I'm like, oh, because they're not rendered, because they're yeah. only rendering the rats in front of you. Um, so, it, like, you could tell, like, it, it's not like a super super high budget game, but. For the things that Maybe it's it doing, it's all in your head. I don't think it does. Yes, it's, it it's, um, it's telling you it's like a big metaphor for <laughs> for what <laughs> I don't know, the 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 illness that she has. She well, sees she's these rats everywhere. 
Well, there's actually a little bit of a, a storyline thing, but I won't, I won't spoil it. But but on that kind of note, I was super, super impressed by how good the story and the acting was. Oh, okay, good. Like, it was, there were some real, real feel moments in this game. And the music was awesome. Like I said, the voice acting was great. The environments were, they were pretty linear, but they were really well-crafted, really good, like, just kind of feeling and tone and mood got really conveyed. And so I, I was definitely, like, I, I picked it for a fantasy critically, and I was like, this game is like a seven. Like, it just had seven written all over it, but I was like, yeah, let me be optimistic. No, I was actually really pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Mm, that's good. Um, and, you know, lengthwise is the perfect amount of time. I think I, I finished everything in, like, 15 hours, so it wasn't, didn't stick around long enough. And I was just thinking, like, this is a studio... Because they, they really haven't done anything. They did a bunch of ports. They okay. did a bunch of, like, movie tie-in games. Like, Microsoft, you know, in their their pursuit of, like, gobbling up studios, like, this is a studio I totally could see. And maybe they made a pitch for them. I don't know. But, like, this would be a smart studio to buy because they clearly have the talent. Oh, yeah. And they could just use the budget, I'm sure. Could have made this game even better. But especially for a budget title, you want a nice 10, 15-hour good story game? Plague Tale. Oh, that's good. Uh, I mean, I, I like that, you know, as a good life yeah, it game. Yeah, it just, like, I only had to put, like, just to get the platinum, I had, like, a few collectibles I missed. And there's, like, upgrades for, like, items and, like, there's combat stuff. Like, you, like you're scoundering for, like, resources and things like that. It was, it was really, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Um, also a game I was kind of pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Speed Dating for Ghosts. Spoilers. Yay, main topic. Yay. Main topic. So main Speed Dating for Ghosts. Topic. Break us in, Dan. What, what was this game? Branching dialogue, hard choices, a cemetery's worth of phantoms, wraiths, and poltergeists looking for love in all the blight places. Speed Dating for Ghosts is a weird dating sim made by a former Bioware dev and his indie rapper friend. This game is very positively reviewed. Uh, published and developed by Copy Chaser Games, which you know what that means. It's a true indie. It is popularly. It, this is a true indie. <laughs> defined tagsly for this product, Lee, are casual, dating sim, simulation, comedy, and this one last tag. Haunted. Oh. Um. Football to the head. Both of those tags are why I was clapping my hands and making a ruckus. It's indie. Ah, we're so close. And it came out on February 4th or 13th. That was a newer game. I wonder if that was a Friday. Well, he was probably a, <laughs> he was probably um a what call it uh, a dev who worked on Anthem and is now no longer at Bioware. Oh, hey, oh, you want to talk about that real quick? No, no you want to talk about Bioware. that game that that indie project? Bioware dick. <laughs> oh, good job, Mark. They really no no problem. But um, Dave, continue, Dan's floor. But this was your game. Yeah, Ooh, I mean, I was I oh, I was scenes. taken with the uh, the art and the few screens that I saw, and I was like, yes, this is a game that I want to play. You know, um, <laughs> it's super up your alley. Yeah, I like, like I like I like things that like are just different, and and I was, and it is, it's definitely different, and it's pretty I, different. I. I <laughs> It's just a game where you go and you talk to ghosts and you find out like what they're dealing with and like you know what I and as depressing as you would think um, talking to dead people is I actually found it rather uplifting 
I was like, um, I just thought like, you know, if this is what, you know, afterlife is like, it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, that's one way to put it. (laughs) Well, and I think that that's where kind of like a lot of the, our Mm -hmm. meat and potatoes of this convo will be like those relationships, the things you kind of talk to. But like before that, just in terms of what the gameplay is. So like it is very simple art style, 2d hand drawn, it's basically, an, I I kind of, the, the phrase I, I wrote down was abridged visual novel. And abridged Where you do have choices, novel. but yeah. in terms of the the amount of choices, it really comes down to, you you get a choice when you are in a room to date one of three ghosts, quote yeah. unquote date. And then you get to go on that date, and what you do with that, you kind of have a choice. It's really like yeah. two choices in each run. Um, did you guys feel, because then when I think about like things we've played, like, um... Uh, Red Strings Club and uh, Valhalla. Like, those things have, like, a bartending yeah. kind of gameplay element to it. Like, did you guys feel as you were playing, it's like, I I feel like I need something more than just clicking boxes here? I was fine. I don't know. Uh, the gameplay, I mean, clearly you're just reading and making choices. But I think the choices in the conversation were compelling enough for me to be interested in that part of it i wasn't too bored by that i'm not saying i was sitting here like it, it was just good to like i forget what game it was that like recommended that you get a blanket and your favorite beverage and you play it i think it might have been valhalla it's possible i think and, it was. um and i remember that sticks with me and i'm like that's yeah, you a were good like message. no i'm not doing <laughs> yeah I, I, I made sure to get like i do not like blankets that's right i, I got into a cold bathtub and I, I turned on the air conditioner, and then I played Valhalla. No, but I, got I wore I wore only socks, and they were soaking wet. Ew. Um, <laughs> but I got into that mindset where I was like, "Let me get cozy and just like sit yeah. back and play this." And that's kind of that was that was a good move on my part. What about you, Dave? Were you like feeling like I need a little little bit more? I felt like no. I, I enjoyed like the levity. I mean, like I feel like you know we. You know, I especially where I'm at gaming wise, I was like at the time I was like very just like Overwatch and hitting my head against games that I'm not really enjoying, and this was just like here we're gonna tell these stories straight up, and you know there's not gonna be much to to get to them. Yeah. Mm. You know. Yeah, and I I think that is a big element because to kind of pick a date, go on the date, fifteen minutes, yeah. twenty minutes. No, I I did two whole sessions of the game in thirty two minutes today. There you go. So, like, it. I think that was one of the things, too. Like, it is, it's brevity, definitely, because I felt kind of the same way. Like, I didn't feel like I needed anything else because it was so quick. Yeah. It was so fast to kind of get to the the meaty parts of the conversations. That's like, you know, I never had an opportunity to kind of feel, mm-hmm. like, held down. Um, so let, let's start getting into the, those conversations. So, Dan, you said you played two runs of it. Dave, yes. I think you said you did everything. Yeah, I did. I, You've I, I did all nine dates, and I spoke to Fran, which is, like, the bonus, like, thing. Oh, she's the 10th ghost? Yeah, yeah. She's the... Oh, I thought the, you were going to be the 10th ghost. No. That would have been Yeah, I, I thought maybe that might happen, too. Because you there are 10 headstones, right? And you could... Yeah, yeah but... Yeah, so... Oh, oh, we're going to spoil... Oh, yeah. spoiler alert as it comes. <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, you, Dan. <laughs> we already kind of spoiled a little bit of it, but that's fine. Just... And know, I'll give you... I'll give you... We didn't really hit the stories yet. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to so, get into it, so now you can pause the episode and come back when you're done. 
Yeah, and I'll give you a double spoiler. You're going to want to experience this. Save yourself <laughs> yeah, if you, you think should. you might want to play it. So let's kind of go around the horn maybe once or twice. Like, what was a, a date, a storyline, a moment that kind of hit you like, oh. Because I think the writing for a game that's such a weird game, the thing that really kind of stuck with me was like, I was actually really surprised how engrossed I got with each one of these dates. Like, it just kind of was like, oh, mm. that is interesting. Because it does have a nice humor to it, but at the same yeah. time, like, they get into some stuff. I just liked how awkward all of them were, or, like, many of them were about being ghosts. Mm. You know, like, like, like Stacy, for example, right? Or Steph? Like, Steph. Oh, Steph, that's her name. The one who doesn't even know that Didn't she's a ghost. Didn't realize she's a ghost. She's just yeah. wear, wearing a mask, right? And she's just big blob of uh, yeah and, yeah because she had a tumor and then she was kind of like with dealing with the tumor yeah she was kind of a shut-in and yeah. you know she was learning a different language and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like yeah that was kind of like one of the first it's like oh i didn't it's like she didn't even realize she was dead and, uh, and then there's that part where like she's talking about how it she thinks it's an awkward conversation to that she doesn't want to bore somebody by talking about learning japanese or or that the fact that they play the um, clarinet, the clarinet, and then like she does go into talking about those things, and I'm like, that you're right, this is boring. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> this is how I felt. As least. somebody who's been on dates more recently than the others, others. yeah, I will true. say these are things that still happen. In I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, not that you guys are completely out of social. Knowledge. So did you guys like, mm-hmm. but as you're going on these dates, like, did you just be yourself or were you trying to like play a different character with each one? Like, how did you go about like responding to them? Like, cause that's kind of mean Dave. Like, do you feel like that's what you would have said in that situation? I mean, I didn't, that, like... I didn't tell her it was boring. I, I was, I was thinking it, but uh. I didn't like say it. I would, it was, Steph had no idea I was, she... I was ex- exactly how I would have been in, in real death. Mm. <laughs> It's like she would have said, like, you want to hear about that. And he's yeah. like, you're right. I, I, <laughs> right. No, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was polite. <laughs> okay. So, like, what about you, Dan? Like, was there a date that kind of stuck out to you of the, of the ones you play or, like, a character that you kind of was like, oh, this is uh, interesting? I was me. I was because I wanted to get I wanted to get the story as I would have gotten it if I was on this date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I wanted to experience it in that way because then I was more invested in the experience too like I found that if I thought about something to do just for the sake of doing it I didn't do that because I was like oh then I would care less about what happens here like mm. for example I, I didn't want I, I trusted Keo when when they said I'm not sure I guess he said um, that Spooky Steve was a Spooky Pete Spooky Peter. was not to be trusted and I was like you mm. know what I, I'm I I agree. Uh. <laughs> he already gave me a weird vibe. Oh, speaking Peter's fine. <laughs> I he's, love no, he's great, but uh, <laughs> I, you know, like in that moment, in that moment, I was like, let me trust this character, and that's what I would have done. Like if somebody came to me, he's like, and went out of their way to say that, I would have also mm. respected mm. their opinion. Okay. And I, I on that point, like as you're kind of like not that the ghosts kind of levy each other against themselves, but like they do make because they're all kind of. Allegedly, as you know, yeah, you're kind of talking one. They're talking to room, each other. So they, they all speak to each other. Yes. Right, and I do, one thing I thought was interesting as I was going through them is like the idea of like gender kind of bleeds away. Like it yeah, really doesn't matter like, whether you're a guy or girl. You're all ghosts, right? Yeah. So you're, just, like, you're, you're all you're all kind of like looking for companionship, and that's all. Yeah. Yeah, 
And I think that was the key thing. It's not really dating. Yeah. It's this just this idea of like you're just lonely and you're trying to find someone to connect to, hey, regardless Mark. if it's romantic or not. Mark. Love is Dave. love. Love is love, baby. That's what I'm talking love about. Love is love is love is love. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. So, Dan, you dated Kyo. Was your first date? Is yes. that where you ended up with? Kyo was my first date. And we went to the date where, where he shows me his house in the middle of the woods. Oh, yeah. Okay, and so, yes. Yeah, like, this so, is kind of dark, but also sort of great. Okay. Yeah, and I that was, I think this it's like a good way to phrase it. This favorite date. Oh, well, really? All yeah. he does is take you out to the lake and then say yeah. how sad he is. And then yeah, he, and then it he ends. brings you to a house where a family <laughs> lived and died. And then it's like, yeah, that's it. Well, but, but see, that's such a, like, you know, when you think it's, about that character, mm-hmm. like, he, he's interested in that he was, like, stuck. And he was the first person I talked to oh, yeah. of all the ghosts. So, you like, went, you know. He, that's the middle room. and That's the middle room. And so I was like, let me pick middle. And, and left to right order or whatever. Yeah. So, like, you know. And it's kind of almost a scare part is that you start like kind of un- in this universe, what is the afterlife? Yeah. And like your personality and your fears and your anxieties and, you know, in his case, he was a very anxious person. Like that carries over to his, yeah. his ghostness. Mm-hmm. And he was one that like, I thought it, you know, is the kind of got to that house scene at the end where he's just kind of in this abandoned house. And I just thought it was, it was poignant almost like there i wrote down the one line for him i just kind of like wrote down little lines over read that oh, i love like, that everything line. is fine everything is fine yeah at the end and before that it was like he doesn't need happy things to remind him that he's sad mm-hmm. he needs sad things to remind him that it's okay to be sad yeah and, was and like, there was That's just a well-written morsel right there yeah and I, I thought each single one of them for a game that it seems so simple and so straightforward every single character had this little morsel that yeah. i was like Oh, they all do. That it's, is interesting. That is really good. So they're all um, looking for their own kind of fulfillment, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, so then when you go into the scene of how it kind of then plays out, you know, you kind of get a little, like you said, like going back to Steph, um, Dave, that you mentioned earlier, like, so eventually when you do go on a date with her, you get her to take off her mask. Yeah. And you see that there's actually nothing behind it, that it's just a, you know, there was a hole there and just a spot for mm. the eyes. And she had this line too where with them like trying to finish a puzzle but you're missing pieces of the puzzle and then you go and see there's like a missing piece of herself mm-hmm. and it's just you know like it's not like a crazy yeah we're not life-changing like, thing yeah you're not experiencing these stories that are like making you think about your own life but yeah. little things that you're like huh yeah it's just okay. it's all each one of them had just a different way to kind of just like that idea of like you feel kind of lost and confused, but it feels like you don't even have the pieces to put together that you're just essentially missing something. And that, that one of the other lines I really love to love. Um, where was it? I wrote it down. I can't find it. Was it Drea? Yes. Drea. The punk Drea. girl. The punk girl. Or is it a girl guy? I don't even know. I, I thought I, I, I assumed it was like, I guess Drea, Drea, you know? Yeah. I, I guess that Drea. makes sense. Like, she was talking about how, you know, she was kind of sad and lonely. And, like, now that she's dead, she feels better. And she she had this line. It was like, I feel like almost like I was meant to be dead. Which is, so, like, a funny Whoa. thing to think about. Where yeah. it's like, well, we're all going to die. We're all meant to die. But it's like, the the things that you will do as a ghost, it's like, that's where actually her skill set was. Mm. Like, and that's not, like, and she doesn't present herself as kind of like a really, like, a deep and intellectual character but again like each one of them had these little things i was like that's that's a cool idea 
Well, you know um, what it is like in in the world that they portray for the afterlife for death. It's like, you know, you, you, sometimes you might think about um, what would I do with my time if I right. wasn't bound by all the responsibilities that I have. Like I have to earn this. I have to earn money to keep myself alive, to feed my family, to do this and that and the other. And that you know, and then you only have a a small amount of time that you put into your hobbies, right? And right. Kind of, and even that, maybe sometimes there's guilt along with that, whatever, because you could be mm. doing something, you know. But now, when you're all these ghosts, when they're when they're dead, and they they have nothing but time, and then like some of them are clearly bored, and you're just finding ways to fill the time. Like I, I feel like that's what Dre is doing, you mm. know. And then like or Leon is putting together bank heists because he just wants something to do and he wants reasons to talk to other people which is yeah. just funny and it was yeah. also funny like his whole his whole thing was hilarious I didn't go yeah. on a date with him but he oh was, it's good yeah mm-hmm. it's really good <laughs> well yeah and then it kind of brings up that bigger interesting idea of just like once you like you said Dave like once you suddenly take away responsibilities and now all you have to do is time like I thought it was because that there is it almost felt like a, a close tie between time and loneliness mm-hmm. you know why all these characters were here it's like the the time is just to find someone to spend the time with you know mm-hmm. like um like so when i was if i like i thought and i remember dave you showed me well i've written now i can't find the guy's name gary the, gary <laughs> gary so, the, the big scary look the scariest looking ghost scariest in the looking one and he, your first interaction with him is like he's just like staring into the abyss yeah, and, and his mouth is getting... giant black soul sucking eyes and he like... is terrifying <laughs> definitely I think the scariest one of all of them and it's my first date I, <laughs> and you said that Dave and then I was like when I got to the first three of them I'm like how the heck of these three this is the one he picked but you of know what he was is. of that room he was the first one I picked and for uh, for him you know, with all this time, he kind of forgot who he was and why yeah. he was there. And then his story turns out to be like really, really, really dark, really dark. Yeah. And then, yeah. so then it came to this question for a lot of these characters. It's like, and then I think it was with Vera. Um, she had a, I, she was the other date I had. Okay. Did you end up with her daughter? I What'd did. you do? I, I told uh, her the truth. At the seance. Yeah. I did not tell her the truth. Really? Uh, what other option morally did you have? Like, let her just think what was comfortable. Because what? I was like, "What's the point?" But like, she's been what? wondering all this time what happened. Yeah. And so then, what was the reaction when she found the truth? She just said, "Oh, I okay, miss you." Thank- yeah, it was good. Yeah. Was, was it? She didn't. Oh, like, because pull like a gun out and go for revenge. No, Although like I did, so when I, I lied that. to her, or I encouraged Vera to lie to her, uh, like she's like, oh, kind of the same response. And I think I don't know if it's the same line, but like she smiled, and she felt relief. Oh, and I was oh, like, that's what that's I was hoping much, for. That's pretty much what happened either way. Okay, so yeah, apparently like, it doesn't matter what, what if the truth or a lie. Just hearing from her mom was enough. Yeah, that is, yeah. I guess, a point we'll hit later is that you get mm. through it and you earn the tombstone. Mm-hmm. But right. it's the same tombstone either way. Like, there's no, like, mm-hmm. one grayed out storyline part where it's like. Yeah, yeah but then you I, can get the trophies for each date. I you see. could get the trophies uh-huh. or the achievements there. Yeah. But, um, so, so Dave, I kind of come back to you. Was there another one that kind of really stuck out? Maybe, like, the one you, you thought know, like, this I was thought my favorite? I really sneakily like just going on the simple football date with 
I was wondering how he was. <laughs> Riley. Uh, I was R- very R- tempted R- to pick Riley? him. I never did that. Riley, yeah, I think so. Riley. Where'd you guys do this? Play football? I well, yeah, yeah, you can you there's two ways it can go, I believe. Um I only played football. I mean we you go to a football game and mm. then his team is like looks like he they're gonna lose and then he's like I can help them by like possessing somebody on the field. You know? Whoa. And he's Diabolical. like but he's like, But that's not fair. That's not right. Unless you mm. possess someone on the other team too, and then it's fair. He says. You know? <laughs> so then like it's like you guys are playing football against each other. And like you can try and win the game, whatever, or you can blow it. I, you know, I lost to him, but I think that if you complain enough at the game, you guys go like somewhere, somewhere else, because there's a way to like let him sing or something like that. So I assume there's like a karaoke bar or something like that. At least oh, that's what the trophy's about. I don't know. I didn't look at too much into it. I was just like, oh, I didn't know you could get him to just sing. let let happen what happens. Yeah, yeah, and I I think there's probably kind of alternate endings for each one of them but mm. it, it kind of feels like okay this is you get you get something out of it and I, I didn't go through on a date it was like oh i kind of really messed that up oh yeah um so i want to kind of branch that into kind of this bigger idea of relationships in video games because one of yeah. the things i think this game did really really well was build relationships but i was always impressed like because again it's 15 minutes yeah it's how not quickly long. they build yeah. these relationships that you care about these people and so when I was like, I was or just ghosts. like jotting down in my notebook, like what are some like really great relationships in video games? So I wrote down Joel and Ellie, Last of Us, Kratos mm. and Atreus, and God of War, recent ones. Um, and then a lot of games that came to mind were like RPGs, so Persona, Final Fantasy, and I think for a lot of those, it's like because there's the utility of having those characters and their skill sets, like. You know, last week um, I mentioned that, that, like, this American Life episode where they were talking about Eris and how she's kind of a flat character, but her death feels like an emotional thing because she was your healer. She had, you know, all those really powerful healing limit breaks. And it's like, mm. even though she didn't, you know, her character may, may not have been the most super developer or yeah. mo- I multifaceted. She seemed like the most, she's the like least stock. deep character. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time... Th- that's not taking account the 20, 30, 40 hours of battles where she played a role and you yeah. felt the, re- the she reaction she has. She more to the player than she did, well, outside of mm. Cloud. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she really formed too much you know of a what? relationship. With, with the way that I played FF7, it didn't really f- impact me as much. You know what? It's an interesting thing. Because if you were someone who played an RPG like I did back in the day where you grinded out levels to be, like, mm. overpowered in your fights, you don't really care about healing. She just seems like a weak character. Whoa. You know? Uh, you know, uh, totally. Because, uh, I'm not, like, But does that ruin my attachment to her in the process? Well, it's, it's possible. But but again, you know? but, the, but all that really does then is it increases your attachment to the characters that you were comfortable yeah. with and that yeah. were in your party the whole time. And the common denominator, at least for like the RPG stuff, is time. That you spend all that time with this. Mm-hmm. So why do you think, or like how do you think that this game was able to kind of create the same kind of vibe and feeling in such a quick time? Well, like, what I was have, it? I think it hit uh, on from really real feelings. Yeah, like we're all at some point thinking about our next step our mort- in our life. mortality and, and our mortality yeah. our death our life whatever 
And a lot of the common theme with these ghosts is that they're all looking for a lot of the things that humans look for, if not yeah. all of the things humans Absolutely. are looking for. And yeah. it's just such a like uh, the word poignant came up earlier because it's like even though they don't even look human they still are very yeah most of them are like 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 the the what's it called one person's like a blob one person's just like a sphere one person's like Mm. he looks like the football player looks like a shark yeah Yeah. spooky (laughs) pete looks he looks like a like a human kind of but he has like a he looks like he looks like he looks like spy versus spy yeah, mm-hmm. like it's just, but they're all with that common thread of like I'm just looking mm. for the way to spend my time. Yeah, and and like Steph's complete uh, shock when she finds out she's dead is I'm sure mm-hmm. what anybody would do if you told them somebody turned to you today mm-hmm. and said you're a ghost. That is the exact same conversation you would have. Like, it's mm-hmm. just all very relatable in in its humanity. Mm. I, I yeah, that's part I of dropped it. something. I'm sorry. That's okay. It did drop something, but <laughs> no, I, I think you guys definitely hit the nail on the head. And I, I just, I thought I was just so impressed with how, and I, I guess the, the structure of the game kind of sets up because the characters are set because of the plot of the game in a setting where they're meant to talk about themselves. But mm. I don't want to take anything away from the writing because I think it's, that you know what it's it's and it's amazing that they really made it a speed dating game in a sense like you really got to know people quickly like yeah just like we're just gonna we're how do we get people to lay it out quick and you're like and they just went for the most literal way possible but but even it's the way it is like i don't feel like it was so straightforward that it's like oh you know i'm really worried about this and it's like you know you know it felt so organic and natural Mm -hmm. when you really got to know them like like a real kind of date yeah um and just so i was just so you know last uh 25 we had uh i gave out the sneaky like leaping the low bar award like i didn't think this much of this game going into it but i really think for the time commitment that it takes which is nothing Mm -hmm. just as a as a example of like really pristine writing like definitely worth the experience um is there anything else you guys want to bring up before we uh, give our final stamps. I, th- I want to see what Leon has to say. I think he is like hilarious. The football guy? You just no, know, Le- Leon's the, the bank robber. Oh, the, he was the trying to do the bank heist. It's just so funny when bank? he shows up. He's like, So, what do you know about money? And it's like, <laughs> you can tell him, like, That's money. It's like, Good, you passed the first test. I'm like, Dude, I love you. I hate you right now. What is this? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty so, funny. It's, it's, <laughs> It's so. a, he's like it's gonna be brilliant they're not expecting yeah. ghosts to walk out with money because right. we don't need money which is and, like, and, he, <laughs> and he's a good example of, of he's like this is just a reason to keep talking to the living right yeah and, and I think it was interesting how like they I'm had really certain inside. characters yeah. in certain rooms or buying it so there was a nice balance to yeah. the type of personality if it was say. all Greg this game would be horrible because you wouldn't want to Gar- go yes. his name is Gary depressing Gar- Gary whatever I <laughs> Georgie. He wore a uh, bow tie. You know, if, um, he, yeah. he dolled if, himself up for this date. If he did. If and he then, like, the even that, that little sign was just so much like there's he, the visual depiction of how small it is compared to his body, but like what you know about him, the fact that he did that it seems out of character, but that kind of reveals his character. Like, 
that's that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> so that thing, Dan, since you don't yeah. know because you didn't go uh, on that date with him, right. is that like you okay. go and you visit his past, and the only things that he remembers because he you talk to him and he, he's like you talk to him about his death, and he's like I remember this moment like a, a blade, Vengeance. like sucking the life out of me, mm-hmm. you know. And then you go and you visit, like you find out that he was an a, accountant with another accountant. They they worked in some like shabby shack type office that was like near the tra- near the train tracks, and they used to shake when the train went by and stuff like that. And and you go and you visit the office, and he's telling you about his partner, and he's talking about like the annoyances of him. And then he realizes that it's not him that was stabbed, he, you know that he that pain that I remember. He killed the partner. I see. He sta- he stabbed him, and then he was and killed by like the police or whatever afterwards. Mm. Oh wow! But um, so he yeah. he was he felt his but like basically the, his the guilt go away. Yeah. yeah, the guilt was which kind of then plays into him. what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So like to, to kind of start wrapping this up, I would say speed dating for ghost is super super pristine writing. Like there isn't a lot to this game. It is very straightforward, but just as a good kind of quick demonstration of how you make characters feel like real characters like this game had it in spades i thought yeah it's a it's a dialogue workshop a dialogue workshop it's a master class what about you dan final word a quick and quirky way to spend 15 minutes quick and quirky yeah nice Weird. Well, what's not going to be quick and quirky what is, is not the trivial You know what else? It, before we hit that, you know what else? It sneakily, it sneakily hits. It sneakily hits like the um, the the idea of sitting around a campfire telling ghost stories. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, like you're, you're like you're everyone's just tales. taking turns telling different ghost stories. It's kind of like the same way that this game plays out, right? Except it's life stories. It's their stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But and now still. into the trivial tastemaker. I know. <laughs> it wouldn't be a real tastemaker without Dave bringing us back to the main topic as we moved it. <laughs> well, this is kind of a moot one because Dan has clinched his silver monkey for this. We should we should it's, we should have like a. A title for whatever this is, like the, uh, you know, not, not, not uh, the redemption point. raccoon or whatever, like that, like like you know. No, we don't need more different we need... <laughs> points. Okay, um, keep going. So, uh, it's my taste breaker tonight, and I figured this was the time to pull it because coming up in the next few months is a new Pokemon game. Oh, and neither of you seem really into it anymore. Maybe I'm misreading D- it. Dave's actually on the over other it. he if i may speak out of turn dave dave Ooh. seems to be leaning back into pokemon because of the way this game is shaping i mean i don't oh, i don't know we'll see it, well it's, it's I'm going skeptic- in that direction i'm, I'm skeptical when dan are you happen? all in I'm, all, I'm i'm a pokemon trainer for life okay i wasn't dan. sure well i was worried that my uncle humor for pokemans might be Leave it because it's like, what if well, nobody likes? What Pokemon happens anymore? if there's no Pokemans to say what's up with the Pokemans? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I wanted to make sure I at least could fit one more in before I officially retire the game. Whoa! Uh, tonight we're playing one more round of Pokemon or Real Animal. Well, um. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> same so hat. same hat. 
Uh, okay. Uh, so, if you remember from last time we played, you're going to describe I, like the the Pokédex a description of an animal. Yes, I will give you a alleged Pokédex entry, and yeah. you have to tell me is this an actual entry from a Pokédex or is this an actual living real animal? Do that we get exists? extra points if we know if we the animal the or the Pokémon? Yeah. No. Okay, but well, if you want bragging credit, I'll yeah, give you I a bragging, bragging rights. burrito. Yeah, I like that. Bragging rights. Any bragging um, rights. It's just the so, the braggers. All you have right now. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have ten and a tiebreaker if necessary. Wow. So you could Why both you answer. Just, oh, because we can both be wrong. You could both say if you both think it's yeah. a Pokemon, you say a Pokemon, a real animal. All right. So here we go. First one. So this animal has both front legs and hind legs. But the propulsive force generated by its tail equals the limbs combined. Is this a Pokemon or um, a real may, animal? May I go first? It's up to you guys. Whatever you feel like. Okay. I'm going to say that this is a Pokemon. Dan, what say you? an yeah. animal of realness. A animal of realness. Dan, you are correct. Yeah. Is, it, is it a kangaroo? It is a kangaroo. Oh, a kangaroo's tail out of you know, creates you, enough propulsion. I'm sitting here doing the thinking, and then you're like, oh, I knew it was the real animal the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I, I was originally, animal. I was thinking it was like that Sproink or whatever it is, but I don't even think that thing has legs. Sproink does not have legs. Actually, you want to know a creepy fact about Sproink is, so, Mark, Sproink is a pig He's like a coil. He's like a, a coil tail. Pig. Nice. And that's it. It just bounces. But the like text for this Pokemon, if it stops bouncing, its heart stops beating. And it <laughs> I actually read about that when I was thinking about using that one, but yeah. cl- clearly I, I made a good decision not Is to. Is that not the <laughs> darkest? It's terrifying. It's pretty terrifying. <laughs> Don't stop bouncing. I can't. Well, I can't. ironically, second one, somewhat kind of similar. So this animal, in the daytime, this animal rushes around in a hectic manner, but comes to a complete stop when the sun sets. Pokemon or real animal? Oh, that's a real animal. Dave? It's it's a Pokemon that's crazy during the day and then comes to a complete stop when the sun sets. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lean with Dan and say it's a real animal. You're both in Oh no, yes, you're both incorrect. It's a Pokemon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I read the wrong one. It is Sunflora. Sunflora? Oh, okay. Does I don't know that I've never craziness. I've never raised that Pokemon. It's never interested me. <laughs> Playing Pokemon, obviously, mm. use the sunstone to turn into another flower. You sound really into it's sunstone. Really interesting stuff. That one. All right, next one. This one's a little crazy. When mating, these animals melt into each other and share their bodies forever. Pokemon, a real uh, animal. Um, what? I'm going to say real animal because I'm sure that's wrong now that I'm thinking about it. No, it's a Pokemon. It has to be a Pokemon. Because it's so gross that it has no, to be No, it can't. Well, if if it were a real animal, I don't think there would ever be more of them. Apparently, mating would make less of them. So, therefore, it has to be a they Pokemon. They share their body forever? <laughs> they share their body forever. What does that mean? That wording could be taken is it a grimer i'm just reading the description well did you dave just guessed it's pokemon yeah i said it's pokemon what say you dan i said real animal dan you are correct what What? how can that be possible what is it a man of war what is hell is it the angler fish apparently when they mate they meld into one fish but then how do you get more of them 
I have no idea. They come out. I just read the lives. description. <laughs> Apparently, it's very bizarre. Okay, but let's let's say that. Okay, <laughs> we have a male and a female fish, right? You would they think eventually mate. it slates into a, a pyramid. I guess I guess that's not, mating isn't birthing. Maybe that's their. I guess that's that's I guess that's the problem there. I mean that's you work, that's you where you I went wrong. Home. You had yeah, that's really where I went wrong. <laughs> you assumed that that was it. That was like it. They Once they made it, it's over. Just uh-huh. just like marriage. Like a lot for the dinosaur the podcast. All right, score recap. Dan two, Dave. Zilch. Come on, Dave. All right, next one. This animal will steal the ho- uh, will steal its host's food by replacing the host's tongue with itself. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that, that's, that's awesome. That's a Pokemon. I'm saying it's. I'm going. It's a real animal. Dave, you are correct. Oh, this is a fish called Samotha Exigua. E X I G U A. Apparently, it will eat the tongue. Of a fish, and then ironically, the its name is a tongue twister. Ah, oh. you did it. It's kind of gross. All right, next one. Keep it going. This uh-huh. animal it's too dark for a Pokemon. I think <laughs> it's pretty dark. That's always the balance. It's like how dark is this? Pokemon can get dark though. I mean, some I of them Cubo are pretty dark. Very dark. <laughs> very Cubo. Very sad Cubo. <laughs> um, this one has eighty tentacles and creates a poisonous net to trap oh, its prey. Dude, that as may I go first. Okay. It's up to you guys. Mark, you 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 toy with me. This is I toy with you. A Pokemon called Tentacruel. Dave? Um sure, it's um <laughs> it's a Pokemon. <laughs> yes, it is a Pokemon. It is Tentacruel, Dan. Uh, yes, <laughs> well yes, done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got that one immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sipping on that poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but what about this one? <laughs> this animal can survive in outer space. Um, Pokemon, real animal. The human? <laughs> no, it's not like with the aid of technology. Um, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Pokemon. Daniel. I mean, just for the sake of argument at this point, I'm gonna say animal. animal. Dan. Animal. It is a real animal. How what? is this? <laughs> the tardigrade, also known the yes! water bear, is Dude. a bacterium that apparently was, is indestructible. I was thinking about the tardigrade and I was like, I think it's a little a little eight-legged... Looks like a little water bear. Fat anteater thing. <laughs> it kind of looks what? like it, but it's like really microscopic. Yeah, you, apparently. You've seen it, you've No, seen it. I haven't. He's gonna have <laughs> no, to look it up. No, you have. You just don't... You no. You like, thought about the name. I've never seen it. People it's kind of gross. It's like everywhere. It's like this it's everywhere. in any conditions and it's always like at the bottom of every How do you spell it? Uh, T A R D I G R A D E, the t- tardigrade. And they're super microscopic. They're, they're, they're like basically small. in the quantum. What realm, is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. It's this bacteria. What is it? It has hands. Yeah. Apparently. It's got like hands. Well, well, it's got a little man. <laughs> little and he can survive in outer space. All right, we're moving on. It looks this like a rectum with hands. We had, yeah. to, we had to show Dave the tardigrade on an episode's ending. That's good. What Probably. All right, thing? next one. 
<laughs> this animal, when moving through a field, it leaves the soil. I would like to soil. say that Mew can exist in space. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> so can Deoxys. <laughs> anyway. Sometimes these these things are just facts about Pokemon. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, if you want to send me the Pokemon link that says specifically, the Pokedex entry says they can survive in space, <laughs> I will renege and give you a point. But nonetheless, this next one. You, when in moving Pokemon through a field, Snap, you take pictures of Mew on the moon. He's not wrong. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's not on the Pokédex. <laughs> when moving through a field, it leaves the soil perfectly tilled and ideal for planting crops. What? I wasn't listening. Excellent. Playing Harvest Moon. Uh, when moving through a field, this creature leaves the soil perfectly tilled and ideal for planting crops. I'm Pokemon. gonna go with a Pokemon. Dan. I'm gonna go with a real animal. Dave comes back. Aww. It is Diglett. Diglett, ideal for farms, apparently. Yeah, they, uh, I still want to know what Diglett looks like, you know. Underneath. Under the ground. <laughs> that was, Diglett. that was, uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody drew him like a big beefy dude. Yeah. Like big man muscle. <laughs> big man muscle. <laughs> it's like his little head popping up. All right, we got three more. Freaking it's current scoreboard. Dan has four. <laughs> Dave has three. Aww. This next one I like a lot. You ready for this? Here we go. Okay. This animal yeah. actively breaks its own bones to produce claws when threatened. Pokemon. Oh, that's a real, real animal. animal. Yeah, that's a real animal. It is a real animal. It's that's called the close. the nickname is the horror frog. Yep. And it's got a really long name that, that apparently breaks its own bones and then uses them as weapons. It's like Wolverine. Seriously. It hurts every threatened. time. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever right. somebody asks me how could I do something, whatever the thing is, and I'm like, that's my secret cap. I'm always tired. Crack! <laughs> like, I'm always tired. <laughs> uh, two more. This animal travels in groups that can be up to 460 square miles in size. In Pokemon. size? In size. The size of the group can be 460 square miles. Oh. It's a Pokemon. I'm going to go Pokemon. with a real animal because I need to make up ground. <laughs> it's not Whalmer? You don't think it's it is think a it's... real animal. The desert locust. Oh. I was thinking it was a swarm of bugs, too. Yes. I thought it was going to be like no. two or three Whalmers. Terrifying. 460 <laughs> square miles. Oh, they, wasn't oh, there just bugs. a locust thing recently Possible. somewhere? I hope not. Yeah, I think locusts, uh, I think it's part of it. All right, we are tied here. Five apiece. Last wow. one I got. This is beefy. This animal lays several eggs a day, which are rich in nutrients and extremely delicious. That's a real animal. This is a Pokemon. This is Execute. <laughs> no, Execute is eggs. <laughs> they don't eat the eggs. <laughs> He's delicious. <laughs> That's why that one's cracked, because Dave keeps running over to it. I well, Dave's cracked, you. and Dave is cracked. It is <gasps> a Pokemon. Chauncey. It's Chansey. Oh. Chansey's extra delicious. <laughs> Chansey's got that that really that, creepy that face. marsupial egg. <laughs> the pouch egg. And also it's a doctor somehow. There you go. Boom. It's got tons of HP. Oh, you're well, eating the eggs. That's what's healing you. Yeah. Chansey's eggs are healing That's you. That's what happens Extremely in uh, delicious. In in Smash when you She throws the egg right? and then it heals you? Yeah, she throws a bunch of eggs out. That's dark. Those are her That's kids. That's dark, bro. You know? 
Well, what's not dark is Dave not wins. Congratulations, Dave, <laughs> on your point. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it means something yeah. to him. It means it to me. It yeah. means it to you. What's more well, meaningless, Dave's one point or my fake trophy for a season of a podcast that we came up with? There you go. Well, it's, is it a tr- <laughs> it's, it's, I always think of it as like a medallion in oh, my head man. for some reason. What I'd give. For like, you, you're just picturing the two of us, like, like the two of us are like two Michael Phelps, and then you have none. I have one. You have one. <laughs> <laughs> I had my victory. I rub it. I rub it with my thumbs all day. I'm just like, it's so shiny. It's on his shelf. It's like, that shelf is for me. Where's your shelf? <laughs> Where's your shelf? Well, listener, we know what's on your shelf. All the greatest listener awards. Because that's what you win. That's because right. you made it to the end. You the Dice Machine Skin Club podcast. You did, did it. Thanks as always, and let us know you're listening with some likes and sub- subscribes and all the mm-hmm. usual spots, like iTunes, the we talk, SoundCloud, the Spotify. Should we talk about the next game? Should we talk, talk about, about the next, next game? game? Well, real quick with the Twitter handles, uh, Dino underscore Machines. I'm at Magrocrag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dino Mac. And next time you tune in, we're starting a new season, season 14. We've been 14? doing this wow. for 14 seasons. We're doing has it, it. Has it really been? I remember when we were playing Ball Boy and we all loved it. <laughs> Revisionist uh, history. Uh, games for next season. My two are Observation and Sea of Solitude. Mm-hmm. What did you guys have? I picked Icy and uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Shantae, a long celebrated series that neither of us have, none of us had played before, right? But uh, requested by multiple listeners, yes. apparently. We shall say. And then Dan, where were you, too? And I picked Deltarune and my friend Pedro. What's with the banana with the Pedro thing? It's kind of weird. Because he's completely bananas? It, no, it, it's, um, it's, it's a symbol. talks in the commercials. Well, Dave, it's like fire up the machine, buddy boy. Bananas. Banana. And it's Shantae. Hey. Shantae. It's Ashante. Ashante. Now, this is not the most recent Shantae. No. Game. Um, I picked And the Pirate's Curse because I had read on the internets that that's the best one. Interesting. Cool. I read All that right. Half Half Genie Hero, which was the latest one at this time, was kind of a disappointment. There is a Shantae five coming out soon ish. Ashante. But so- just to yeah. scope it for myself, how, what year did this one originally come out? Twenty. It's not old. Twenty sixteen, I think. But it, it's like but it if, looks it feels, like a super. Nintendo it kind game. of feels like um, Sega Genesis Aladdin. So yeah. on that note, I don't know when Shantae started. It's a long running series. Yeah, I don't like know if it's when ever you gonna when end. we played when Probably you play not. this version, it's like celebrating twenty five years. I know there was one on like the wow. Game Boy Color or something. <laughs> yeah, it's been going, Shantae. It's been so going. Really, none of us have played them in full. Yeah. Except for this, I assume, right? Except for this. Like, did you guys? You guys have? Well, I got. St- I got started now, and yeah. I think I'm saying like before this. No, time. I've, never, I've never played a Shantae game before. Brand new to all of us. I yes. Mean, cool. So we'll we'll come into it with fresh eyes, but that is on the next episode. Until then, listener. Good evening, good day, and good night, and good morning. See. I still feel the blade. <laughs> That's what he says. You can right, goodbye. If you want. <laughs> I still feel the blade. That's what he says. Like, I've had this game up <laughs> the whole time, so I'm going Just through that like, six of the ghosts. 
That's what he says. I still feel the blade.